Hello and welcome to Write, Enjoy, Repeat, where everyday people talk about why they love to write and why you might give it a go. Hopefully we'll inspire you to pick up a pen. My name is Claire and today I'm joined by Emma. Hi Emma. Hi Claire. How are you? I'm well, how are you? Yeah, I'm great, thank you. Thanks so much for joining me today. Um, so I'll kick off with our first question, which is, what is your earliest memory of writing? I actually have a, a very vivid recollection of the first time I thought, oh, I could write something. And mm. I was sitting on the top bunk in my bedroom, reading a Redwall book. I don't know if you remember Redwall, it was Brian Jacques, and it was a whole series of books um, personifying mice. They lived in an app for your mice. And it was, I really liked it when I was eight. And um, nice. I was sitting there reading and throughout his stories, there are these there are poems and rhymes that that kind of intersperse the text. Uh, and I remember reading one and thinking, wait, I, I could do this. I could write hmm. a poem. And so sitting there, I grabbed a notebook that had hot air balloons on it and I wrote a poem. <laughs> and it was the first thing I'd ever really written that wasn't just me saying, dear diary, here's what I did today. Um, hmm. And it really, I think that was that was the beginning of something. It felt like yeah. A, you know, a life-changing realization that, oh, I, I also could write things. Yeah, how wonderful to have learned that so young. And can you remember what the story was about? Or the poem, sorry. I have no idea. Somewhere I still have that journal because I've kept every journal I've had from my entire life. So it does exist somewhere, but I, I have no mm. recollection at all of what it actually was. And I'm sure it's terrible. I mean, I was eight and I'd never written anything <laughs> before. <laughs> It could also be genius. You know, it can go Maybe. either way, can't it? <laughs> okay, lovely. And and what is it that you enjoy now about writing? I appreciate the opportunity to create my own world. Mm. I I think that, you know, so often we get wrapped up in other people's worlds and and the way the world is as you know, as this like kind of ultimate truth of this is how the world is. And in writing, I can change that. I can, you know, bring people back to life. I can restructure society. I can make magic real. I can do whatever I want within this world. And as I'm doing that, it helps me realize what I actually want and what my values are. So mm. I guess it's both the creative aspect, the ability to create, but also the way that that feeds back into a deeper understanding of myself and of other people. Mm. That's a beautifully succinct way of um, saying that. <laughs> I think. Thank it's, you. Um, it's hard to, yeah, yeah. It's hard to sum up, especially when you're talking about creating fiction. I guess. Um, and what kind of uh, fiction do you like to write? I write contemporary fantasy. Um, so everything is is you know there's magic there's mythology and it's all set in the modern world or close to it. I think the the earliest book I ever wrote, um, like the earliest time period that it covered was the late 80s. So um, I, I'm pretty much contemporary, pretty much real life, but you know, with magic and mythology and death is personified and the dream is a person and you know, that sort of thing. Mm. Sounds wonderful. I was very late to um, realizing the symbolism of those kinds of things in in film and 
you know, literature and stuff. And I think The Wizard of Oz was the first time I realised, having watched it about 800 times, um, suddenly realising what all the things in the film represented, you know, the witch and the, you know, the, the coming home and all of those things. I didn't get that for a very long time. Well, and I love that kind of, I love the layers of a story. I love when you can, you can read it and just understand what's happening. And that's one level and it's beautiful. You know, The Wizard of Oz is a beautiful story, whether you understand any of the underlying messages. But then mm -hmm. when you do begin to understand them, it's like you're, you're unwrapping something, you're discovering yeah, this deeper yeah. and deeper. And it's, it almost never stops. You, you just, you can keep going deeper and deeper. And as you age, you know, as you get older and more experienced, you can rewatch or reread the same things and find new meaning in them. Mm, yeah, that's def definitely been my experience. And it is very, it's very exciting when you sort of unlock that door to that underneath the story world. Yeah. And yeah, so that sounds amazing to be able to, to write that. So you said a little bit about this in, in the first question, but what does, what does writing give you? I mean, it gives me, it gives me power, which I don't mean that in like a destructive, I want to lord it over everyone sort of way, but the, the, the power to be self-assured, to be aware of who I am and what I want. And um, it gives me kind of a direction because when you write enough, you start to understand your own thought processes. You start to understand what you value and you can shape your life that way. Um, mm. And I think that people who don't write sometimes don't know what they think until they say it out loud to someone else. But you don't always have someone else standing there who's able to listen for the amount of time you yeah. need. <laughs> <laughs> yes, quite. Yeah. Yeah. Again, really nicely sort of summarized that that way to sort of makes a lot of people have use the words I think sort of make sense of the world and and to understand yourself um which is sort of at the next layer outside of talking to yourself in your head which doesn't always get you very far um yeah that's really a really nice way to, to put it um so talking of people who don't write what would you why would you recommend people give it a try I mean kind of to go back to to that original thought is that you really, you really can't, you don't know what you're going to come up with until you try. So I hear people talk about, oh, I want to write a book or, oh, you know, I had an idea for a story once that I never wrote it down and it never went anywhere. And well, if you don't write it down, it, it won't go anywhere. So yeah. it, it, it's, it's really, it's almost a kind of magic that you get to do where you sit down mm -hmm. and maybe you have one line to a poem, right? And you start with that one line and it keeps going around and around in your head. And you're like, I don't even know what the next line is. If you write that line down, the next one comes. Mm. And so that, that process of discovery, you're almost accelerating a process of discovery for yourself where you, you can figure things out more quickly by writing them down. You can, understand your values more fully by writing them down. And the thing, like, I think the thing that holds people back is this idea of being good enough, skilled, mm -hmm. and you don't have to be. 
because it's just you in the journal. That's the nice thing. It's not like talking to another person. You don't have to be coherent and, and witty and entertaining. You can just write words. And if they're great, that's great. And if they're not, you can either say, well, I learned something or you can edit them until they are great. Yeah. Yeah. Nicely said. And it's a message that I hope people always get out of listening to this podcast. Um, and I was reading something about, you know, writing being the reward itself, you know, just the act of writing. And I was writing about this book. And as I was writing, I realized, yes, it's true. You know, I'm sitting here, as you say, creating these words onto the page. And and it is almost a bit magical what happens, isn't it? Um, it is. And in fact, I, I would like to use that as the prompt for today, if that's OK with you, when you said it's almost a kind of magic. Does that sound OK? Yes, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're listening to this and you want to pick up a pen and give some writing a go, write out those words. It's almost a kind of magic. And just keep writing and see what happens. And as Emma rightly says, don't worry about entertaining anyone. Just write because you can. Um, so finally, Emma, what uh, do you have a favorite author? I do. Terry Pratchett is my favorite author, <laughs> yeah. and is I, I will I, I will never find anyone who has more depth to his writing than this man. And it's so funny because he was in some you know in some circles kind of dismissed as like oh yeah well he writes he writes satire right it's just mm -hmm. it's just fantasy and you know, serious people will sometimes not take him very seriously. But if you read anything he wrote, there's the story and then there's just an unplumbable depth of layers. And every time you reread one of his books, you will find something new. That is yeah. my favorite thing. But this, my second favorite thing is his humor. And I try to, I really mm. like that kind of dry British humor. As you can hear, I'm American. So it's, you don't find that a lot in American literature, but I try to infuse as much as I can into my own writing, although I will never reach his brilliance. <laughs> yes, he definitely was one of a kind, um, but maybe you're reaching your own brilliance, Emma, and that's good enough. Which book would you uh, recommend if somebody hasn't tried Terry Pratchett? Um, I must admit, I read, I think I read one many years ago, um, and but it's he's an author I often sort of thought I'd like to sort of try again. Um, so what would you which book would you recommend? So it depends on if you are, want to commit to a series or if you would prefer a standalone. If you Let's would prefer a standalone. OK, so if you would prefer a standalone, I would say The Truth is an amazing one. It's about the invention of the printing press in journalism. And um, it's it's witty. It's wonderful. It, it explores some really incredibly deep concepts, um, but it does it all in his his level of humor that you can, and, and it's graspable. If you've never read anything by him, you can read this one book and feel like you kind of get his style. Okay. And if if we if somebody did want to leap in, I, I sorry, I jumped in and said a single one because my reading list is just ridiculously long. But if somebody did think, oh, yeah, let's go. I'll, I'll go for a series. Which one would you recommend? I would say start with We Free Men, um, which is part of the Tiffany Aching series. It's, I would say, technically like YA. The main character is he's young at the beginning. Um, and she's a young girl living out in the countryside. And 
she's clever and strange and magical things happen to her and it's just beautiful. And she has tiny blue friends called the Knack Mac Fiegel. Oh, they sound great. They are. They're delightful. <laughs> little blue friends of my own. <laughs> oh, that's a great recommendation. Thank you. Um, yeah, so so give Terry Pratchett a go if you haven't, people. Um, okay, Emma, well, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you for having me. If you'd like to hear more about how I help people discover, come back to and express themselves through writing, go to cpsdayoff.com. Thank you.